coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling episode 187. I'm Connor Murphy here with Matthews in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How you doing? Pretty good. Okay, here. How you, how's the summer? The summer is great. Um, public schools went back to school yesterday here. What? Now, that's going to be the last time they do that, though. From now on, beginning next year, they will go back after Friday, which, it, you know, everyone's been pushing for years. And back when I was a kid, that's when we used to go back. Wow. Labor Day. Yeah. I mean, but now they're out in June. It's cold in June and rainy. Right. And about the time the weather gets rocking, the kids have to go back to school. And so it's only businesses. Yeah, that makes no sense. Why would they change that? What was your reasoning? Our reasoning was something to do with farmers. But really, farmers need help. Their kids helping at a harvest time, not really planting so <laughs> yeah. much. If you've ever lived on a farm, you realize that August and September, you know, yeah. specifically August, you need kids helping on the farm. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, growing up as a farm boy, it was spring uh, seeding time because all the fields yeah. had to be prepped and sure. everything. So I would miss school in spring because I had to and right. uh, miss it in the fall for harvest. Yeah. So, yeah, so it doesn't make sense. Yeah. There's not a lot to do on the farms anymore. They don't, um, you know, till the soil and crop yeah. rotate like we used to. They They just apply the fertilizer and grow crops every year now. Yeah, yeah. basically we have to yeah and then we're running our food which is a whole nother story and probably a whole nother show we could do yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> and that's not exactly what we're going to talk about today no we're going to talk about um jeffrey epstein and his um his suicide and and the the complete and utter failures um could a system which is supposed to be beyond this could it have failed this badly no there's no way i mean there would have like it's the equivalent of the stars needing to align it, it there it's just too fishy it's too it fishy is. and i think that you, you have to see that um first of all the clintons i i don't want you to but i want to say I think we misunderstand as much as we talk about it and as much as we know that it's true, I believe it's worse than we believe, their power and their ability to escape the scrutiny that even other rich people escape. We, we know that rich people can be privileged and, and money brings privilege. Back in 2016, right before the big kind of campaign kickoff for Hillary Clinton. John Desta sent some emails to 20 reporters that he knew was going to close over the campaign. He invited them to dinner and cocktails at a top campaign's home. Now that's a big no-no. And you would think that these reporters wouldn't show up. Yeah. 
essentially to bro it's just wrong i mean it's wrong and so you know this related to the election but it also it also proves that Clintons have these reporters in their back pockets and, and basically the networks and so the these things they do just sort of slide under the sheets or right. something okay so here's the people that were invited and showed up from ABC Cecilia Vega David Muir Diane Sawyer sorry she could only stay 30 minutes she must have felt a guilty about it <laughs> and uh, George Stephanos from CBS Nora O'Donnell from CNN Brianna Keller Gloria Borger John Berman and Kate Baldwin from MSNBC Alex Wagner and Rachel Maddow from huh. NBC Savannah Guthrie now these people showed up Knowing this was bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's questionable, sure. But it, it, it does show that these people are in the pockets of the Clintons. Right. Okay? It, it just does. Now, we know that, we believe we know, that Jeffrey um, Epstein hung himself. Supposedly. Yeah. And supposedly is is becoming bigger and bigger. There's lots of questions surrounding it. I do want to interject, first of all, that Russian Baugh and others believe that he's not out. Believe yeah. he was snuck out of there. Um, there are photos. I'll let you talk a little bit about the photos that kind of transpired of the body. How right. the ears and right. that. News did not match up, um, and, and really didn't. If those photos are authentic, I, I don't know that we have a way of knowing. Well, the first thing that uh, makes me a bit leery is th it's just too obvious. I mean, there was jokes about him being suicided before he was suicided, if I right. could use that word instead. It makes a little more sense. Um, the guards uh, not being around, the uh, cameras being off, That there, there's another two flags there. So you got three red flags. The biggest red flag, I think, is just the absolute ballsiness to do something like this. Well, ab absolutely. Now, this is, you've got to admit, this guy was the most high-profile prisoner in the country, maybe in the world. Yeah. So okay. you'd think you want so him protected. Couldn't you call manpower and just have somebody sit there in front of the cell? Exactly. I, I, I mean, if you if you were short staffed, okay, I get it. But somebody give them a little chair there. You know, they can even be on their little, you know, iPad. Right. Just set them right in front of that, pay them ten dollars an hour, and say if this guy tries to call himself, um, kill himself. Him. You know, why don't you get on this walkie-talkie or something? Right, right. Okay. Here, here's another issue. Apparently, those cells have very low ceilings and have nothing to allow people to hang themselves from. So, how did he hang himself? Well, he was, should have been on paper sheets. How did he have a cotton sheet? You go figure. Okay. <laughs> okay. And, and now they're saying this morning 
the, the guards that were supposed to check on him every 30 minutes, and 30 minutes seems like an awfully long time. I think a guy could kill himself in 30 minutes, but nevertheless, were sleeping, and they faked the logbook, which is going to be a federal crime. Wow. Okay. So, you know, but it's also easy to say that. I, I kind of like you. I mean, is this going to be something where these guys get fired, okay, and pretty soon they got an off-story account with $12 in it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the warden has already gonna... res- resigned, I believe. Well, Barr put him on desk duty. I yeah. don't even think they let him resign. He put him on desk duty someplace. Ah, uh-huh. okay. Um, um, and I think that was smart. You know, don't let this guy resign. Yeah, don't let him go. Let's, yeah, because um, that makes things more difficult. Um, and like I say, Rush Limbaugh believes that he snuck out of there. Now, was he snuck out of there putting witness protection? Which he's not really a witness. He's a defense. You know, he's not. He's the accused. I, I I don't know. Do you normally have to put those people in protection? Um, a lot of people were after him. Have we ever done that before in history? Yeah. I mean, we've protected a lot of witnesses. Right. Have we ever protected the accused outside of, you know, guarding them in their jail cell? Well, I just think it's too brazen to uh, go in there and kill him. I think they want you or want us all to think that he is now dead. And he is uh, been whisked out of the country and is uh, putting his toes in the sand somewhere. Um, that's what I believe. Uh, the the well, pictures. I mean, and at the top of this list, you, you're talking about Prince Andrew, yeah. Great Britain. You were talking about George Clooney has surfaced today. Um, obviously, you're talking about Bill Clinton. Yeah. You know, and, and, and when you think about it, okay, remember the Pizzagate thing? And right. Where they said that Hillary used this pizza place to um, um, funnel in sex slaves? Yeah, it, Alex and Jones. I was like, oh, no, oh, no. That's crazy. Gee. Yeah, Alex yeah, Jones and, was right. Isn't that crazy? Uh, a little bit before we went on air. Okay. Remember the agreement that Florida made when they arrested Jeffrey Epstein the first time and no, convicted him or mm-hmm. made the deal? No, I don't. Please refer. Okay, he got 13 months. Okay, he got 13 months. Okay. On this deal, but he went to work. He left the prison in the morning, came back after a 12-hour day of work, six days a week for 13 months. Okay. Okay. Um, he could have gotten a much. This was a, a, the deal of the century. Now, within this document agreement that the courts in Florida agreed to. It's it named four people. Now, I believe they're all women. That, that the federal government could not try. Is that a hold up? Because you've got Maxwell, you've got these women that he used to bring him these children. Okay? Right. 
and everyone was hoping they could still be tried so these victims could at least you know have their day in court yeah absolutely the weird thing is basically uh, it, it's just too fishy I, there has to be another motive and I think the modem was that they swapped him out and kept him alive that's what I think um, that's what con- Rush thinks conspiracy I, I think theory dead, or not I don't believe he yeah I think he's dead hmm. okay the list of people that have committed suicide or died you know, by strange causes right. that are connected to the Clintons is up to 48. That includes about seven bodyguards. Now, I am trying to load up this, list, and of course it's not loading. Um, but I was shocked because I thought the list was long at 17 or 18. Yeah. But I got an updated version of the list, and it is at 48. And you can find that at the Gateway Pundit. Okay. I wish my version would come up. I hope it's not something that has been taken off the net. I hope it's just... Um, and I believe it goes to 49 if you include Seth Rich, which we have always believed belonged on that list. Right. That's the kid that uh, Assange says shared the Democratic emails, and he was robbed at gunpoint and killed in D.C., but they didn't any. Right. Anyway, this list is absolutely stunning. Okay. Absolutely hmm. stunning. And, you know, it makes you very, very afraid of the Clintons. And, um. Well, if it's not the Clintons, buddy, that we need people, to be afraid of. Yeah. You know, it started with, of course, James McDougal. You know, that was one of the witnesses in the um, Kenneth Starr investigation. Right. Then there was um, another White House intern, Mary Mahoney. Now, this intern was murdered back in July 1997 at a Starbucks in Georgetown. The murder happened just after she was to go public with the story of sexual harassment in the White House. (laughs) Okay. Wow, interesting. These are, these are good. I, I'm going to go through. I'm going to go through them because it, it's just stunning. Vince Foster, that's one of the more popular ones. Vince was a former White House counselor and colleague of Hillary Clinton at Little Rock's Rose Law Firm, where she worked. He died of a gunshot wound to the head, and it was ruled a suicide. But there are lots of people that say the way the gun held. The trajectory of the bullet and that suicide thing just didn't hold water. But the Clintons are involved, so it held water. Right. Okay. Okay. Ron Brand, Secretary of Commerce and former DNC chairman, reported to have died by impact in a plane crash. A pathologist close to the investigation reported that there was a whole top of Brown's skull resembling <laughs> a gunshot wound. That doesn't happen in a plane crash. At the time of his death, Brown was being investigated and spoke publicly of his willingness to cut a deal with prosecutors. The rest of the people on the plane also died. A few days later, the air traffic controller committed suicide. (laughs) Okay. Okay. 
Victor Razor II. Razor was a major player in the Clinton fundraising organization. He died in a private plane crash in July 1992. I don't have any of uh, the circumstances surrounding that. A lot of people thought it was fishy. Okay. Paul Tolley, Democratic National Committee political director, was found dead in a hotel room in Little Rock. September 1992, described by the Clintons as a dear friend and trusted advisor. Hmm. I'd hate to be one of their friends. <laughs> yeah. Ed Willey, Clinton fundraiser, found dead November 1993, deep in the woods in Virginia, of a gunshot wound to the head, ruled a suicide. And Willie died on the same day his wife Kathleen Willie claimed Bill Clinton groped her in the office in the Oval Office of the White House. Ed Willie was involved in several Clinton fundraising events. Huh. Now Kathleen Willie has remained strong um, as far as the facts surrounding her sexual abuse at the hands of Bill Clinton. I don't, you know. Bless her heart. She's she, through the years. Right. Um, she is still alive. Goodness. Okay, Jerry Parks, head of the Clinton's gubernatorial security team in Little Rock, gunned down in his car at a deserted intersection by Little Rock Parks. Son said his father was building a CA on Clinton. He allegedly threatened to reveal this information. After he died, the files were mysteriously removed from his house. <laughs> Never okay. seen again. Wow. James Bunch died from a gunshot suicide. It was reported that he had a black book of people which contained names of influential people who visited prostitutes in Texas and Arkansas. <laughs> okay. We would know that Bill Clinton was clearly on that list. Yeah. James Wilson was found dead in May of 1993 from an apparent being suicide. He was reported to have ties to Whitewater. Kathy Ferguson, ex-wife of the Arkansas trooper Danny Ferguson, was found dead in May 1994 in her living room with a gunshot wound to her head. It was ruled a suicide, even though there were several packed suitcases as if she were going somewhere. Danny Ferguson was a co-defendant along with Bill Clinton in the Paula Jones lawsuit. Kathy Ferguson was a possible cooperating witness for Paula Jones. <laughs> okay. Now, if you remember, Paula Jones, um, Clinton had to pay Paula Jones about $850,000. It was also said that Ferguson, Danny Ferguson, had lots of stories to tell about Clinton hmm. because he often was one of his escorts when he was governor. Um, here's another um, trooper, uh, Bill Shelton, Arkansas State Trooper. He was the fiance of Kathy Ferguson, okay? He had a critical of the suicide ruling of his fiance. He was also found out because wow. critical of her suicide. In June 1994, he had a gun wound that um, at the gravesite, at her gravesite. Hmm. Is that <laughs> creepy? Wow, yeah. Yeah, these are interesting. I guess, I, I think you, you have to admit these are just, Mind-boggling, Gandy Baugh, um, attorney for Clinton's friend Dan Lassiter, died by jumping out of a window of a tall building, January 1994. His client was a convicted drug distributor. Wow. 
Okay. <laughs> That's not fishy. It, you know, uh, now, Florence Martin, accountant and subcontractor for the CIA, was related to the Barry Seal, Mina, Arkansas, airport drug smuggling case. He died of three gunshot wounds. Now, we do see an awful lot of people connected to the Clintons that were part of some of these drug smuggling, uh, busting up in these drug smuggling cases. Um, there are people, I believe, like, um, oh, a conspiracy theorists that we call them. Which Alex is usually, Jones. Um, yeah. <laughs> Alex Jones, I think, has insinuated that in the early days, the Clintons maybe generated some cash that way. Right. Susan Coleman, reported to have had an affair with Clinton when he was Arkansas Attorney General, died of a gunshot wound to the back of their head. <laughs> Ruled a suicide. She was pregnant at the time of her death. Yeah. Back of the head? Um, yeah. How, yeah. How do you, yeah. And women do not blow their heads off. You know why? Especially people, women, they don't want to be found like that. Yeah. They like to take pills and stuff, okay? So when you got a bunch of women blowing their own heads off, it's fishy. And here's another one. Um, Paula Grober, Clinton's interpreter for the death. She, from 1978 until her death, and December 9, 1992, she died in a one-car accident. <laughs> Danny Casali, okay. Investigative reporter investigating Mina Court and an Arkansas Development Finance Authority. He slit his wrist, apparently in the middle of his investigation. And people usually fail. Uh, people that slit their wrists rarely ever die. Right. Yeah. Paul Wilcher, Wilcher, attorney investigating corruption at the Mina Airport. A lot of people support around this Mina Airport stuff, okay? And... Uh, uh, an ordinate, uh, inordinate amount of people surrounding that committed suicide. Um, but anyway, he was, this was the October Surprise. Okay. And he was part of the October Surprise in 1980, and he was found dead on a toilet June 22, 1993, in a Washington, D.C. apartment. He had delivered a report right before his death to Janet Reno. <laughs> who was Clinton General. Okay, John Parnell Walker, a Whitewater investigator investigator for Resolution Trust. He jumped to his death from his Arlington, Virginia apartment balcony. August 15, 1993. He was investigating Morgan Guarantee scandal. <laughs> Awful lot of jumpers here, too. Yeah. You know, and in reality, there aren't very many jumpers. You know, it's easy to put somebody and call him a jumper. Yeah. Especially back then when you didn't have cameras everywhere. Yeah, okay? exactly. Okay, why? Commerce Department staffer. She worked close with Ron Brown and John. Uh, cause of death unknown, she died in November of 1996. Her bruised naked body was found locked in her office at the Department of Commerce. That sounds very fishy. Yeah. You don't usually kill yourself, take all your clothes off, and bruise yourself, and lock the door. <laughs> yeah. It just, that, that, how do you do that? Charles Messner, Assistant Secretary of Commerce, who gave John Hyung special security clearance, died shortly thereafter in a small plane, plane crash. 
<laughs> Dr. Stanley Hurd, chairman of the National Chiropractic Healthcare Advisory Committee, died with his attorney, Steve Dickinson, in a small plane crash. Dr. Hurd, in addition to serving on Clinton's advisory council, personally treated Clinton's mother, stepfather, and brother. Wow. Uh, you got an awful lot of small plane crashes. Yeah, and you all of a sudden. You know, all of um, the investigations into all of these have proved, have never found anybody right. guilty, you know? So they almost, by default, start calling them suicides and, uh, and you know, lots of engine trouble. <laughs> yeah. you know? Wow. Barry Steele, drug-running TWA pilot out of the Mena, Arkansas. Death was no accident. That's all I have wow. on him. Johnny Lawhorn Jr., mechanic, found a check made out to Bill Clinton in the truck car, left at his repair shop. He was found dead after his car had been hit, after his car had hit a utility pole. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Those utility poles just run out and don't hurt me, don't they? Yeah. Sketchy. Yeah. Stanley Huggins, investigator Madison Guarantee. His death was a reported suicide, and his report was never released. They apparently did not want to go Um Herschel Friday, attorney and Clinton fundraiser, died 1-1990 when his plane exploded. Exploded? Yeah, just exploded. Yeah, wow. uh, he might have been having a dube. <laughs> anyway, Kevin Ives and Don Henry, known as the boys on the track race, reports say the boys may have stumbled upon the not Arkansas report duration. A controversial case, the initial report of death said due to falling asleep on railroad tracks. Oh, my yeah. God. Wow. Later reports claim the two boys had been slain before being placed on the tracks. Many linked to the case have died before their testimony could come before the grand jury. As you can see, a lot of people died before their testimony. And the following persons had an on Ives Henry case. Okay? Keith Coney died when his motorcycle slammed into the back of a truck. Keith McMaskell died stabbed 113 times wow. in November of 1988. Gregory Collins died from a gunshot wound in January 1989. Jeff Rose, he was shot, mutilated, and found burned in a trash dump in April 1989. James Milan found decapitated. However, the coroner ruled his death was due to natural causes. So on this. How do you decapitate yourself? His head fell off. That's a natural no, cause. Excuse me for saying, but nobody's got the balls to do that. Okay. Yeah, wow. Someone really wanted him dead. Oh my gosh. Richard Winters, a suspect in the Ives Henry's death, he was killed in a setup robbery in July of 1989. Now, the, the last of these people outside of, well, we have Seth Rich, the D.C. staff staffer that was murdered and robbed of nothing. Remember, they took nothing. Right. Okay, the rest of the guys were all bodyguards. Also found out. Bodyguards Clintons, let me clarify that. Major William S. Barkley, Jr. Captain Scott J. Reynolds. Sergeant Brian Hanley. 
Sergeant Tim Sabell, Major General William Robertson, Colonel William Densberger, Colonel Robert Kelly, Specialist Gary Rick, Steve Willis, Robert Williams, Conway LeBlu, Todd McKeehan. Wow. That is way too many people. Ah, that that is a shocking list. I I had heard that it was there, the the supposed Clinton body count. Um, it was interesting what happened in Twitter right after uh, the, the suicide was announced, Epstein's suicide, was that uh, Clinton body count hashtag uh, was, was trending like crazy. And then you could see the left um, st- tried to start the Trump body count, but it failed horribly. They could not get to end. <laughs> so it tells you where, where people yeah, are thinking. Yes. Yeah, it absolutely. Um, nobody can say this just happened. I, I, I mean, nobody can say, "Oh, gee, you know, this this was, you know, a failure of the system." I think it's it's just way too hard to say that. Um, the people that are insinuated in this is just, you know, crazy. Some of the people that um, were in Epstein's book, which his black book was, of course, um, Bilton. Right. Uh, the likes of Michael Bloomberg and Como, who is the current governor of New York. Barbara Walters, Alec Baldwin, George Hamilton, Dustin Hoffman, Kevin Spacey, Liz Hurley, Lauren Hutton, Naomi Campbell. I'm, I'm just reading a few of these. Wow. Henry Kissinger, Joan, Joan Rivers, you know, she's gone. So, Courtney Love, Charlie Rose, who, you know, um, lost his job over sex abuse charges. Phil Collins, the um, singer from Genesis. Right. Mick Jagger, Richard Branson, huh. uh, Vera Wang, the um, designer. Um, that's just a few. Right. Of course, the princes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, That's a big one. For sure. The princes and... uh, And there's a prime minister, and I'm not sure, um, because I read the... I sent you the documents that I I got yesterday on the Epstein case, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, They were very long. Now, the list of people that have actually visited Pedo Island, um, I'm not sure that this list is correct, but um, you've got Robert Downey Jr. on here, Quentin Tarantino, you've got um, Chelsea Handler, Meryl Streep, Demi Moore, Brian, Brian Affleck, Anderson Cooper, John Cusack, Will Smith, James Franco. Um, wow. Pretty much all of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, Ben Affleck. Yeah, you've got, and a lot of these, you have Barack Obama on this list. I I, I question that because I, I have not seen it that um, links Barack Obama, Stephen Colbert, and um, Tom Hanks. You wow. have one here. Um, so I'm anxious to see if, you know, some of these are truly, if, if this is going, of course you have our, George Clooney showing up today. You have a Prince Andrew. I heard a prime minister. I have not heard which prime minister. Right. Um, it, it's crazy, and it's crazy at a time when um, you know we are suffering 
with our Second Amendment. Today you have the stock market falling a bit because we are worried about a recession. Uh, you have a situation where China is militarily moving into Hong Kong in order to um, basically control Hong Kong and um, in ways that, that break up a, a long-term treaty. Right. Um, these are all hard on the world economically. For sure. You've still got screams of racism. I will tell you that if Trump creates this Second Amendment red flag uh, caveat, I fear he'll lose the election. Hmm. Because not that people will vote for Bernie Biden, but they'll stay home. People in the middle of the country, you mess with it, you make a database that the government has control over, and they'll stay home. And they will not be out there for him. And and one thing that they've been okay with, backpacks, those have remained, Connor, on paper. Right. Okay? They have not become a database. And these databases scare the wad out of many eyes because they can be misused. First of all, as far as guns go, they can be used to come get your guns. I don't think that's the thing that a database scares you the most about, though. A day you can't pass a background check, you got mad one day like um, Chris Como did <laughs> right. yesterday. Okay? So now he's red flag. I mean, everybody's got cameras out there. Everybody can complain. It's kind of like in Canada. You can call up and say, I don't think, you know, um, John Doe down the road should have a gun permit or, and it's not going to happen. He's right. We are very much against that happening here in the United States. Say they decide um, a red flag is that you're a Christian and they decide that all Christians are not cases. Right. I, I mean, they could just decide that one day. Or, you know, yeah. that's actually Hitler. Yeah, exactly. Like, so okay. how, how can how you... How Hitler? Hitler had something that was a cousin to our computers. He had a database he knew right. to go get. He knew how much silver they had in their house. He knew how much money they had. basically knew everything. He had built a database, and it was somewhat, it worked somewhat like a computer. In fact, it's in some museum someplace. I've seen it. Um, so wow. this has all been done before. You know, it's like they say, there's nothing new under the sun. And yeah. uh, that's, that's basically true. We are at, we're practically in the middle of a civil war. We're, we're definitely in a civil cold war in the United States where everybody's calling everybody names. Um, you've, got, you, you've got a lot of things going on in the parties. Um, the one thing that our forefathers always told us was um, a well-related militia being ne- necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed upon. Right. The moment you infringe upon it, you are no longer the same free state. And that's not that I think people with mental illness should have guns, but we have to find a different way. Right. Uh, the red flag law, and I know that Ivanka Trump wants it. I know she has a way with her daddy. Daughters do, you know. But this is our country. This is scary. Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen here. Right. I, yeah, I, I'm it, just uh, not. 
I know, messy times, isn't it? It is very messy times. Um, but another, I, I think that the, the situation with Epstein is also uh, driving the market down a little bit today. As we are not able to trust our FBI lately, our CIA, our DOJ, um, our politician general. Yeah. Now we can't pop, uh, trust the jail houses. Yeah. Yeah, to keep anybody safe in there. Yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. I have another question, though. When Epstein first get busted, how long ago was that? Oh, boy, that was um, 2008, I believe. They raided his FBI place, to, or like his island, what, two days ago? Yeah, only two days ago. Wh- that was after his death. What? Yeah, why wasn't it before that? I don't know. Were they, Why didn't they raid him? I mean, they would have had no trouble. Right off the bat. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I'm surprised they didn't raid it before they arrested him. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure it's been gone through with a fine-tooth comb and cleaned out well before Monday. Very good point. <laughs> Very good point. So he was allowed to destroy any kind of evidence he did have. So, that you know... Well, yeah, and Maxwell, she actually left the country in 2016. Oh. You know, she's the head of Victoria's Secret, and they say she got whatever he wanted. Wow. And I, my guess is that she's going to have a hard time living through this. But I believe she is probably, and I'm guessing a little bit, she's probably in uh, the UK. That's where Victoria's Secret headquarters is. But she could be anywhere in the world. Right. But wow. she has not been back to the States since 2016. She knew this was going down. This is a glass house. you got too many people. Right, right. Yeah, too fishy. Agree with you there. And, uh, yeah, and we don't always agree, but life's a journey, and we're all in this together, and it's a scary journey right now. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Stay safe. Godspeed, Grace, and everyone, thanks for listening.